Do you ever feel uneasy just even thinking about money? Like I know I do. Money and I have a very tumultuous relationship and we have had over the years. And it's been quite the inner healing journey to heal my money wounds because money holds such a deep energetic connection to how we feel about what we deserve in life, what we feel about what we deserve in business, and what's even possible in terms of success in every area of our life. And even though I grew up in a middle-class household, I learned from a very early age that money was something that we never, ever had enough of, and that it was always really difficult to get and keep. And the only way to have money was to work really hard, doing things that you really didn't want to be doing in order to have it. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you my own personal money struggles, how I've been able to heal my money stories, and just honestly to be transparent about how I have gone back and forth in my own financial journey of loss and gain, and how I have really been able to heal myself of the shame around money. In this episode, I'm going to be really honest and transparent about my own journey. And just so you know, I'm going to share the good, bad and the ugly because I am so far from where I want to be. But what I do know is that this journey is something that I am committed to. Are you ready to take courageous steps to build a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach people across the world who are ready to own their life, make a massive impact. And with a blend of practical and spiritual advice, we hope that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hey friend, I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the Courage Cast. This is Andrea. If you're here for the first time, I hope that you feel at home. I hope you just like find yourself in the podcast and like, yeah, I love this place. I want to be here. I want to come. I want to listen to more episodes. Today we're wrapping up a series that has been one for the one for the books, the Authentically Mary series, and it has been probably the most transformational series to date on the Courage Cast. That's saying something because we're about to hit the 300 mark in the new year. Back in October, I decided that I really wanted to get honest with you about my own personal healing journey, the transformation that I've been on. And so I decided to share with you a series called the Authentically Me series. And I started talking about some of my own childhood trauma, how I personally faced um, certain things in my own life and my family of origin that allowed me to show up and speak up for myself and why it has taken me so damn long (laughs) to do that and why it has taken me so long to share this here on the podcast. So even doing so, sharing these episodes with you has been so healing for me personally. Uh, I think about recording each episode and how like just releasing them has almost like been an energetic form of release for me over the past few months. I have had so much growth and expansion from doing this. And I just, 
I want to thank you for being the listener, for tuning in and for sharing the journey with me because honestly, like this has been so, so therapeutic even for me. And um, much of what I'm sharing, well, at least I guess maybe 80% of what I'm sharing is stuff that I have healed from. And that is why I'm able to share so openly. But there have been two topics that I'm currently working through, my weight and my finances, that have felt like kind of like the hardest ones to talk about. Last week's episode, I addressed my weight and talked about that. And I was nervous to do so because it's an ongoing thing. But today, we're going to be talking about money. And to be honest, I'm not even sure where to begin when it comes to talking about money. I have a lot of episodes about money and finances and abundance. And I have all the experts on and sharing um, all of the biggest tips and tricks to all of the abundance, manifestation, all the things, right? But when it comes to talking about your own thing, it really is like, okay, let's get honest here. Let's just be real. And uh, even though I have clients that come to me and want to work on their money stuff and we're really successful with it, this has been something that I have had one of the most difficult times doing. And um, because truth is, I have had a lot of shame around finances. And it's time for me to get out of that and to release it, completely move forward. And um, so I want to get all of the big stuff out of the way right off the bat. So first things first, I've been doing money work for years. And it's only been in the past probably year and a half to two years that I've actually made progress. And so yes, I'm going to share with you what has worked for me, what has not worked. Number two, I'm still in credit card debt. Okay, so just putting it out there. Um, I have had credit card debt over the years. I've come in and out of it. But yes, I am still in credit card debt. But I wanted to share that right at the beginning. I made the decision to live with my parents back in 2019 to prioritize my business and really being able to be present in my business. And so that I didn't have to go back to a nine to five job because it was soul sucking the life out of me. And um, I'm going to share with you why I decided to go back into teaching private voice and piano lessons so that I could bring in more income and what that has done for me and the shift that I have made around that. Okay. So there it is. Those are some of the big things, right? (laughs) I feel like I just had my confessional. I'm not even Catholic, so I don't even know if that was necessary, but here we are. Um, Just like the episode last week when I talked about my weight, uh, I really felt like it was so important for me to be transparent about where I am on the journey. And the only reason why I'm truly able to do so is because I have done the work and I continue to do the work. So while I share this with you, I have been able to release the shame that has held me captive for so long around money. And here's the thing, my friend, so get ready for it. We all have money stories. Every single one of us, you have a money story, I have a money story, uh, your family members, your friends, your peers, it does not matter if you have the biggest house on the block, if you're driving the newest car, if you're sitting pretty as a six or seven figure entrepreneur, the energy of money and the belief you have about what you deserve is something 
that is unique to you. And it is something that you are constantly outworking in your life. So yes, we all have money stories that need to be unpacked in order for us to keep moving further in our lives and have transformation. So right now, you might even have a fear that you're going to lose everything you have. Like seriously, a friend of mine told me the other day, one of her biggest fears is that she's going to lose everything. The business she has worked so hard to build is going to go away. This is someone who has a phenomenal business, is making really good money. Maybe you have anxiety that you're never going to have enough and that you're never going to be able to bring in the amount of money you need to be able to move forward in your life. That is a valid concern. That is a story that so many people have. Maybe you have a fear that the more money you make, the more you're going to have to change. The more that is going to change in your life, you might lose friends, you might be alienated from your family, all sorts of things. Now, I'm only going to be scratching the surface today when I talk about my money stories because I think they're multi-layered. But for me, money has felt like being in a relationship with someone who really didn't want to be in one with me. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Like, seriously, it's like, I want money. Money doesn't want me. (laughs) Um, No, seriously. It has felt like desperate energy, chasing energy, um, wanting to be with something or someone that I couldn't have. And no matter how much I wanted it, I was just never going to be good enough to have it. And I think a lot of that stems also, you know, how I feel, how I felt about myself, my self-esteem, like those types of things. I mean, that could probably even go further, not even just in the money stories, but in my weight, in my relationships. Like, I mean, I think this is like a bigger, broader um, belief and story and paradigm for me, but definitely one that that impacts my money. So I want to back up a little bit because I'm not going to share everything with you, but I do want to kind of give you the highlights just so that you have an understanding of even like what I've had to work through and where I'm at and how the transformation has taken place for my life. But for as long as I can remember, all the way back to college, Evangel College, I had so much anxiety about money, never having enough money, not being able to buy what I wanted. I remember wanting to go to Walmart, um, take those late night Walmart trips and being like, I wonder how much I can afford. And am I going to be able to buy little groceries that I need for my room? Like, or was I just gonna have to stock up for our, um, our weekends? Because I think um, in college, and I'm, I'm trying to remember just even as I'm thinking about this, but like, I think there was like a day that we didn't have a meal, like our Sunday evening meal wasn't provided at college. And so if you were on the eating plan, you could eat every other meal, which I did, I was at the cafeteria every meal in college. 
So the Sunday night meal was like the one meal you didn't have. So lots of people went in on, you know, ordering pizza or we went out to like Cece's Pizza, which was like the cheap place to go. And like we found all the cheap places, right? Because like we were all strapped on cash, right? And I was a Canadian living in the US and I couldn't work anywhere else but on campus for like 20 hours a week. I didn't really make that much money and I constantly was living in this anxiety ridden space because I just didn't have the money I needed. And anything that I needed that was extra had to go on to my credit card. Well, actually my dad's credit card, which by the way, he promptly presented me with the uh, credit card statement upon graduating. So there's that. So as you can imagine, the college years (laughs) were, were kind of difficult. And I graduated with a lot of student debt. And uh, after college, I really didn't make that much money. I started working as a teacher. I was working in Christian schools. They didn't pay very much. And I was kind of thrust into a position where I wasn't really able to do the things that I wanted to do. I couldn't really save money. I didn't put away anything for retirement. I was living paycheck to paycheck. And the stress of it all made me so anxious. I, I think I went home once or twice a year, I maybe had enough money to do that. And then when I would go home, I would rely on my parents to pay for everything while I was there. They would buy me things while I was home. Um, it just was like this ongoing like, cycle that just continued and I could never seem to pull myself out of. And um, I think it got so bad that I, I eventually just like buried my head in the sand. Like I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what the state of my finances are. And money was something that I never talked about with my parents because I had so much shame around being in debt. And my parents really didn't talk about their money issues with me either. And I think a lot of that was probably the same reason. And um I didn't want to compound my issues with theirs. And so I just kept it all like a well hidden secret, right? Except for like nobody believed that it was, I mean, we all knew it was all there, right? Just we weren't dealing with it. So my biggest, biggest fear was having to move home with my parents. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, That ended up happening in 2007 when I didn't have Uh, any more years left on my visa in the US, I had to go home. And I had done absolutely everything to try to stay. But um, I had amassed a lot of debt on immigration fees, um, immigration visas, lawyers, uh, all the things, right, just to try and stay in a job working as a Christian school teacher and not making that much money. Um, But I was so afraid to move home. And here I was moving home anyways. And so I ended up moving into my parents' basement. I brought my car home, which I found out later that I really wasn't supposed to do because the title was still in the US. And it ended up that after a few months, I couldn't drive it because I couldn't get the title because I couldn't pay it off. And so finally, when I did pay it off and bring the car and, and start driving the car was like a year later. So there was just so much going on. And uh, I wasn't certified to teach here in Ontario. So I ended up working at Old Navy. So good for me. Good times. It was great times. Um, It was actually probably the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Let's be real. 
Because after that point in 2007 and on, they were my rebuilding years. And after a few months, I was hired at a church and I made the biggest salary I'd ever made. And it was a time in my life where I was able to pay off my debts. I was able to put away some savings. I paid off my car. Life was good. Went to Australia twice. I mean, I had money. So I was living, I was living large. I actually didn't have that much money, but um, I was able to live. And I think for the first time experience some things, which really, really felt good. But in 2014, I was living in Toronto and I was in a church uh, as a worship pastor and I got let go. And all of my old fears resurfaced because um, I was thrust back into a position where I wasn't sure what the heck I was going to do. And I had started a coaching business, but I really didn't have it off the ground. I wasn't planning on making it my full-time gig. And over the next few years, I spiraled into anxiety and depression. And I was trying to build the business, but I ended up depleting my savings account. I got into a lot more debt. And um, a lot of that was my living expenses. A lot of that was getting certified to do coaching and trying to keep the business going. Trying to live really was what it is. But I had so much shame around amassing debt and not making money. So in 2019, after five years of this, of it not going where I wanted it to go and just feeling so much frustration and overwhelm around it, I made the very hard decision to move back with my parents again. Okay. So not just once, but twice (laughs) did I move in with my folks. And um, it was around that time that I rekindled an old relationship with an ex-boyfriend from high school. Now, he didn't live in Ontario. He lived um, elsewhere in Canada. And the relationship at first seemed like it was awesome. But I found myself within a few months in a very, very toxic relationship and um, I just felt worse and worse about myself. I did not want to disclose anything anything to him about my financial situation. But I kind of knew from some things that he had said that his wasn't great, really. And so I mean, I really didn't want to say, oh, by the way, I'm in debt. And you know, like, I just want to say any of that. So long story short, I never did tell him. But he ended up ending things while I was out visiting him out west, leaving me stranded without anywhere to stay. And I had no credit to be able to get myself home. It was a very low point for me. And thankfully, I had a good friend who had just moved home with her folks. And they graciously let me stay with them for a few days while I figured out how to get myself back to Ontario. So I returned home brokenhearted. And the depression just deepened to a whole new level. That was August of 2019. And then fast forward into the beginning of 2020 and the pandemic hit. So you're like, okay, what the heck, Andrea? (laughs) Um, You know, and I, I wonder, you know, at that point, why didn't I get a job? Why didn't I just start, you know, doing the things that I knew I could do? But I had started teaching private 
piano voice lessons. But quite honestly, like my nervous system was shot. I didn't know that. I just knew that I couldn't work. And my adrenals were so bad that I couldn't do anything. But I didn't realize that I was that burnt out and that depleted. And the saddest part about the whole thing is that I was a coach. And I didn't want to admit to anyone the state of where I was. So there was a lot of shame showing up for me. Shame on top of shame on top of shame. So right before uh, I had left Toronto, I had hired a friend who went to church with me and she was a money coach. And she was really good at what she did. She had really great intentions to help me. But she had no experience navigating like any sort of trauma. And I had experienced a lot of trauma around money and my money issues. And we just were, she was basically dealing with like the budget side of things. And I just couldn't do it. Like I was having so much um, come up for me. I ended up not being able to do the things that she asked me to do. Um, And it was just, it ended up being a disaster. So after a few months of working with her, I had made zero progress and I felt worse than ever. (laughs) I was like, okay, here I've hired a money coach and um, I wasn't able to do anything. So during that time, I actually met a friend named Vanessa who was on the podcast and uh, she was, uh, she is a money, abundance and money coach. Now she was doing things completely differently, but because I had already hired someone else and I had done the work, I was like, okay, well, I'll just, you know, keep on trying to do what she's told me to do. And then I met another friend who was trying to help me and her finances were no better than mine. (laughs) So I was like, okay, this is not working either. And, um, it was just like a gong show. Let's be honest here. But, um, I had so much fear at that point about putting more of a financial investment into the process and incurring more debt than I was already in. And my shame was so high that um, I was like, there's just no way I can do this. But I saw how she was helping people and the transformation they were having. And um, so it took me a little bit of time, but I eventually enrolled in working with two two of her programs, Unblock Abundance and Unblock Your Business. And they were major game changers for me because the cohorts that she created uh, really were helpful for me to unpack my money stories and to do it in a safe environment. Now, I love to say that I've made a lot of money <laughs> since working with her, but what ended up happening was actually you know, much different than that. I, things got worse before they got better. And that wasn't something that I expected to happen. But all of the money related work that um, I had been doing, and all of the work, you know, about manifestation, like I had just kind of like put myself into a serious pickle. And um, I was manifesting back to myself like a lot more debt and pain. And it just was, it got worse before it got better. Let's just put it that way. Which then sent my nervous system into a frenzy. Okay, so I wasn't really sure what the heck to do about it. But there was a beautiful soul in the program that I was in. 
with um, in within Vanessa's group who came alongside me and she said something to me one day that really, really spoke to me. And she just said, Andrea, you're never going to really be able to hold space for money in abundance until you regulate your nervous system. And I was like, what? Regulate my nervous system? What does that have to do with anything? And I took it to heart and I started doing that work. And can I just tell you, the shifts that have taken place in my life since I have started to regulate my nervous system it has been a year since I started that process. And um, it really, really, really helped me to move through the process, the painful process of where I had ended up in. Now you may be saying, okay, well, what about the money? Like, tell us about the money. Like, you know, did you make the money back? Now, for years, I've been even like unable to look at my financials. And all of a sudden, the fear was nothing like it had been. I was like, okay, yep, I can look at them. I can deal with it. I felt peaceful about the process because I knew exactly what I was doing. Vanessa had walked me through exactly how I needed to look at my money, what I needed to do, how I needed to um, take care of it. I felt so peaceful about the process, completely held by God in the universe. And even if I had bank statements that did not look like I wanted them to look, um, I was like, okay, I'm on the I'm on the path to moving forward. Everything's going to work out. And here's the thing, friend, I still have debt. But I've released the shame I have around it. I'm not bound by it anymore. I have really come to terms with why I needed to get into debt, what caused me to get into debt. And there were some things that obviously were frivolous spending, but there were other things that were just trying to live just trying to do the best that I could with the information I had and with what I knew. And, you know, you can't go back and redo it. So, you know, I've just been able to like, release that for myself. And um, I've also come to terms with the fact that I've happened to move in with my parents twice at this point. And we're still all alive. We still all actually like each other. In fact, it didn't kill us, you know. And here's the thing. The relationship with my parents is actually stronger than it's ever been. It's more, it's healthier than it's ever been. And I can honestly say that we have been able to heal generational trauma because I live with them. And I've been able to face things head on. And the work, the inner work that I've done for myself has also helped them. Uh, And I didn't know that it was going to do that, but it has. And oh, it's just brought such a sense of peace to our lives and more than I could ever, ever explain to you. And then I decided to go back to uh, teaching voice and piano this year because I really thought that it was going to be beneficial for my nervous system to have money coming in that I knew was coming in. And it was going to be helpful for me, you know, in that healing process. And it has. It has healed me in so many other ways as well, because there were so many um, things that I had had attached to working outside of my business. And those things have been healed 
in the process as well. So it's a win-win on every level. So what have I done to do that? Well, I used um, Unblock Abundance and Unblock Your Business, which were two phenomenal programs with Vanessa Bowen um, from Mintworthy. And she helped me see my finances on a completely different level, gave me a window to my own money stories and allowed me a safe place to process through them. I also did the nervous system regulation, creating a safe space for myself to do the healing, doing breath work, meditation, really being able to gauge how I was feeling, knowing if I was um, feeling anxious around money, doing some tapping to work through that when I needed to, just knowing to ask myself the question, do you feel safe? Um, And doing that work. And then I got support. I got an accountability partner that I've been working with over the past year, and she's been a godsend. She's been so helpful. We've been able to walk each other through the process and like point out some blind spots and really honestly just share from a place of um, of love and compassion towards each other. So there has been so much that I have learned about myself my own money journey that I could not possibly express it all to you within one episode. But what I do want for you to take away from this episode is that there is hope for you. Because I know that we all have money stories and doing the money work is more than just working out a spreadsheet. It's more than just putting away for a rainy day or getting out of debt or, you know, all the things that we hear. It's about doing the deep inner work to heal old money stories, heal them generationally, lifetimes, and really holding energetic space for increase, for expansion, being surrendered to what God is doing in your life, surrendered and trusting that you are held through the process and that it is safe to give and receive from a place of trust. And it's about being at peace with where you are in the journey, where you're going, and knowing that you have everything you need right now. So my friend, my money story, as you can well tell, is far from over. There's still, I'm in the middle of it. I am very much in the middle of it. And um, there's going to come a time when I'm going to revisit this particular episode episode 295. And I'm going to say, oh my gosh, look what has happened in my life. I am completely in a different place in my life, in my finances. But until that point, can I just say this? I am happy and grateful and content and continuing to trust and do the work. So Sharing these stories and these transformation moments with you over the past few months has just been like my greatest joy, honestly. Um, Sharing some of the most intimate things of my own life, things that I was so afraid to open up and share. But honestly, I have felt so much more vulnerable, open, um, honest with who I am and, and just Thank you for allowing me to show up. Thank you for allowing me to be myself. Thank you for giving me space to honor my story, 
honor what I've been through, the growth, the evolution of my own journey that I continue to experience in my life. And I hope that it has encouraged you. I hope it has inspired you. I hope that you have taken courage for your own journey from my story, from different things that you can now implement into your own story. And I'd love to know how it's impacted you. You can reach out through Instagram at Andrea Chris Coach or at the dot courage cast and share with me what your big takeaway is. We have a couple of more episodes left in 2023. Uh, I can't wait to share on a couple more things that I've really been excited to talk to you about as we wrap up the year. But friend, I just am grateful for you. I'm so grateful that we're on the journey together. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crowley.